This is Evidence Based GI, and I'm Philip Schoenfeld, Editor in Chief. Today, we'll be discussing whether disposable elevator caps on duodenoscopes decrease persistent microbial contamination in those scopes without hindering the technical performance of ERCP. With me is Dr. Shriya Kumar, one of our associate editors, who summarized a recent randomized control trial in JAMA Internal Medicine called the ICECAP Randomized Clinical Trial, which compared persistent microbial contamination in these duodenoscopes when disposable caps were used or were not used. So, welcome, Dr. Kumar, and and let's just start off by discussing, you know, why is it important to try to minimize contamination duodenoscopes? Yeah, thank you for having me. So, you know, interestingly, we've only relatively recently realized that duodenoscope-related infections are a big entity. And this really came to the forefront in 2013 when the CDC alerted the FDA to a potential association between multidrug-resistant bacteria and duodenoscopes. Prior to that, the risk was thought to be almost negligible, but new data actually showed that they occur in about 0.01% of persons. So these duodenoscope-related infections are still rare, but they're certainly not negligible. And that's particularly important because U.S. endoscopists perform over 175,000 ERCPs a year. So this is a really important consideration. And it's also important to note that these duodenoscope-related infections happen despite following proper cleaning and disinfection or sterilization protocols. And really, the, the underlying theory suggests that person who was colonized undergoes an ERCP, that duodenoscope can get colonized. If the colonization persists, this can lead to transfer to the next person who undergoes ERCP with that same duodenoscope and potentially clinical infection. So this isn't an easy issue. Duodenoscopes are complex. They have a working channel, an elevator, and an O-ring that seals the elevator channel from contamination. It's thought that contamination can happen either due to ineffective cleaning and reprocessing, the development of a biofilm, or breaches of the O-ring seal. So to address this, both disposable duodenoscopes and disposable elevator cap duodenoscopes have been introduced. Disposable du duodenoscopes are attractive in theory, but they're expensive, thought to be technically inferior, and create medical waste. So disposable elevator cap duodenoscopes can theoretically address the concerns of infection while overcoming the limitations of disposable duodenoscopes. So the ice cap RCT really addressed this question. It was done at two tertiary care centers in Canada, and they randomized all patients who were undergoing ERCP that provided informed consent and that could provide 30-day follow-up. And they got randomized to have their scope performed either with a disposable cap or without. And the primary outcome was persistent microbial contamination of the duodenoscope elevator or channel after that scope had already gone through all appropriate disinfection and cleansing. They also looked at whether or not there was a difference in the technical success of the ERCP using some a priori criteria. 
I won't go into all the details about exactly how they did all the sampling and confirmation of persistent microbial contamination. Interested listeners can go back to the original article in JAMA Medicine. But the bottom line was that they found that in these duodenoscopes, which had been in use for about one to two years, that about 11% of the scopes without a disposable cap were found to have persistent microbial contamination after they'd already gone through all the appropriate cleansing and disinfection versus only 3.8% in scopes where a disposable cap had been used. And so that's a quite significant relative risk reduction of 66%. Now, there was no difference in the technical performance of performing the ERCP, being able to get access to the biliary duct and, and pull out stones. In fact, numerically, patients who had the disposable elevator cap duodenoscopes had 94% technical success versus 91% for the standard duodenoscopes. This certainly suggests that disposable caps will at least minimize persistent microbial contamination. Now, that's a surrogate endpoint. We don't know for sure just how much impact that might have on the much lower risk of duodenoscope-related infection. What do you make of this data, Dr. Kumar, and, and what are you doing in your own practice? So I think this is, this is a really fantastic study, and it addresses an evolving area that's growing in importance and recognition. So at our hospitals, we have two primary hospitals, and we are currently using disposable caps at one of those hospitals. At the other one that we're currently not using them, but it's in the works. And within the next few weeks, we expect to be implementing these disposable cap duodenoscopes. Do you find in your own practice that using the disposable caps at, at one hospital has any real impact on technical success or performance? I haven't noticed that, but I will say using the completely disposable du duodenoscope, I have found differences in technical ability. So I think the completely disposable duodenoscopes tend to be a little more difficult to maneuver. The visualization isn't as good, but with the disposable cap duodenoscopes, personally, I, I don't notice any difference in my day-to-day. And I think for future research, we need to get a, a better protocol or better tools in particular to decontaminate or sterilize the instrument channel because in this study also, that was the place that was the most likely source for culturing bacteria for finding persistent microbial contamination. And maybe that's an area that is susceptible to biofilm developing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it just underlines how complex these instruments are, but I think we're making great progress on minimizing the risk of these infections. We definitely need more research in this area, but using disposable caps seems like a very important first step to optimizing cleaning and sterilization of the scopes. And it's, it's gratifying to hear that that's already been implemented at, and in the process of being implemented at both of the centers where you practice. Well, thanks very much for joining us today, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for having me.